back to the Incomparable Game Show. We're going to try something new this time. It's a brand new game with brand old players, and I'm your brand name raccoon adjacent host, Glenn Fleshman. So thanks for being here with us as we try this out. The game is called You Think You Know Me. It's created by Amy Bayo. It's a card game in which you win by knowing things about the people with whom you're playing. I'll offer some examples shortly, but if Cards Against Humanity is, as it describes itself, a party game for horrible people, You Think You Know Me isn't precisely the opposite, but it's more aligned towards a gentler humor and deeper insights while being pretty dang funny, as you'll discover. I've known Amy for several years as she was deeply involved in the first XOXO Festival in Portland. It's a festival for independent creators and uh, folks like that that's coming back uh, this year, 2018, for the first time in a couple years. And uh, she's friends with and immersed in gaming and tabletop communities. This is her first game. She raised the money for it on Kickstarter. She developed it, got it shipped. I was printed and made by the same people who make Cards Against Humanity. You make a lot of tabletop games. And uh, I was excited to be part of the Kickstarter and excited to uh, get her permission to play it as an audio game. So we'll be changing the rules a little bit to make it work, but that's cool. Amy's also known for her incredible core strength. If you go to her Instagram, she can do that thing where you push your hand down on the ground and you lift your entire body up in like a squat. And um, anyway, she does that. Do, do I have to do that? Because I want to stop. Now. That is part of the game. <laughs> I didn't tell everybody before we started, but here we go. If you want to get your own copy of the game, it is available now. You can purchase it directly. Uh, you think you know me dot cards, and there will be a link in the show notes. And yes, dot cards is a real top level domain. Cool. So the game is meant to be played without a central manager, like a lot of tabletop or card games. You're just supposed to sit around and have fun, but I'm against fun. So I'm inserting myself into this process. I will be the host. I'm going to be like a card box, I guess. That's kind of my role in life. I'm going to be a card box, dispensing cards and handling I'm turns. Card box flesh. Cardbox Fleischman, and uh, thanking, uh, thank you to all the people helping me inaugurate this gameplay. We've got, in the order of play, Kathy Campbell. Thank you for coming on board this crazy endeavor. I am cautiously optimistic. Uh, there's, for a reason that's coming. Uh, Dan Morin, thank you for being here. Uh, I feel like I'm having some sort of out-of-body experience right now. Well, <laughs> ask Tony Sindelar about that, because he just recorded an episode with me that I think he's still reeling from. Hi, Tony. Yeah, I don't know how I got tricked into this. Yeah, I keep doing <laughs> Hi, it. Hi, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Hello, nerds. Uh, the intuitive Liz Miles, thank you for being here. I'm regretting my decision as of about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> this is great. That's exactly what. And Anthony Johnston, who is not wearing a bespoke suit, but we won't ask him what he's wearing. Uh, thank you very much for that, Glenn. Um, by the way, can I congratulate you in your introduction in a single sentence you had correct usage of whom and did not split an infinitive so well done oh my god <laughs> that was all accidental it's not even in my script somehow no those words were in there and i said them that's incredible so the game the way the game plays we go in turns well we'll go in that order i will be pulling cards from i actually have literal stacks of seven cards each player draws seven cards each card has a statement on it like I know you'd prefer being a mermaid slash unicorn, which I pulled randomly out of the deck. And surprisingly, maybe, uh, let's say, uh, Tony, can you describe for me, let's say uh, I'm asking this question about Kathy Campbell. I know you'd prefer being a mermaid or unicorn. Which of those things is accurate about Kathy Campbell? Well, I know about Kathy Campbell, that Kathy Campbell is a, uh, she likes a lot of things. But I know that unicorns hold a special place for her in her heart uh, or wherever you keep unicorn-related <laughs> thoughts and memories. Um, Careful. They got a yeah. oh horn. Don't yeah. In your heart. In your horn. Um... I don't know. Um, but Kathy, Kathy's uh, avatar features her in a unicorn onesie. Uh, she, we have discussed unicorn Lego minifigs. Yes. So uh, it's possible that mermaids are also a very important thing. But I feel like so far the, the, <laughs> the Kathy Campbell brand is very unicorn adjacent. So final choice, 
unicorns. <laughs> well played. And Kathy, what would your answer be to that? Just uh, That would be 100% correct, especially since I have created an entire business based around the branding of being a unicorn. And so, yes, you are correct. That's good. That's good. This is what we're going to do. We're going to start playing and people are going to talk about, people are going to discuss what other people may be like and uh, then be judged on their answers. It's really cool by the person they're talking about. So Kathy, assuming anyone understands this, we're going to start with you. Oh, this is great. This is great. You're going to be talking to, uh, you're going to be answering a question about Anthony. And your question is, I know your favorite color is blank. Um... <laughs> Just a little open-ended one to start the game. Start with an easy quick, one, yeah. Quick yeah. Name all the colors. Yeah, right. Oh gosh. Since he is uh in the lovely country of England, so which gray, is kind of a saying? gray yeah. themed <laughs> world. Careful now. <laughs> but no, keep going. I love it. You said England. Much like my own home state of Oregon and uh very cloudy and overcast, but it's also a very uh, pretty color. So uh, I'm going to go with gray. Great. I'm curious what other mm. people may think. You know, we, we don't have to play this strictly the rules. What other people might think about that as well. I think that logic is, is impeccable. I think that because in Atomic Blonde, a movie based on a book, which I'm absolutely certain that Anthony had all the um, power over what to call a movie, <laughs> and Blonde is yellowish, that it's yellow. I appreciate the plug, but your logic is very spurious. <laughs> I feel like, I, let me tell you, I follow Anthony's Instagram feed. Mm. I feel like when he is looking dapper in his bespoke suits, as he often is, I feel like he, he often goes with like a splash of color in there just to liven things up like a little pocket square or something. And I feel like, I feel like I've seen him with like a, like a red, like a red pocket square, a red tie or something like that. So I feel like that's a nice accent color. Maybe, maybe that bold red. Well, see, I'm going to, I'm going to have to say that, uh, I, you know, Anthony, uh, though, obviously he's a very accomplished gentleman, you know, in his youth, he was a bit of a, a bit of a goth, just a, just a bit. And there's really only one color that, uh, a, a true goth would like. And it's black. None, none more goth. None more black. <laughs> none more black is a heavy metal reference. Not a goth reference. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wow, you're already, you're already oh, that's okay, on, on brand, Anthony. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm into metal as well. Yes. We have to insert a picture of Tony into the podcast now. Is the thing because Tony made a reference. All right. I think it's time for the uh, judgment. Kathy said gray. Well, yeah. with Kathy's original logic, I was expecting it to say green because uh, she's right. I do love the Pacific Northwest, and we've talked about this. And one of the things I love about it is how sort of l- luscious and green. It it is much like where I live because it rains all the time, which is why the sky is grey. Um, but no, uh, I am. I'm almost disappointed that the only person who actually clearly pays attention to how I dress is Tony. And yes, my favourite colour is black. Almost everything in my wardrobe is black. But black's not a colour. It is oh, the presence of. It depends if you're talking about all light or pigment as to whether it is the presence of all colours or no colours. I will say that Dan's correct that uh, my favourite accent colour 
is red. I like red. Well, yeah, that's the second the second color. Favorite action color. Yeah, it's it's black and then red and then only purple. I don't know how the goth hierarchy works. Oh, so one extra part of the game I didn't explain. It's very minor. Is that if you don't if you get the question right, the card is removed from the deck and I or your pile and I have a physical pile here for each of the players because I'm analog ish and I'm looking at a visual representation in three dimensions of the game in front of me in actual reality. And if you don't get the question correct about the other person, then I've drawn a card from the box and placed it at the bottom of the stack. So Kathy now has seven cards in her stack, and we're moving on to Dan Morin. Dan, you're going to ask a question of Kathy, or a statement about her. And the the statement is, these are good. The initial ones are very good. I know blank annoys you. (laughs) Oh, man. That seems... She's so imperturbable. Broad. broad. <laughs> Very broad. There could be many possible answers. So for Anthony, I think that question is really maybe one. People could have multiple favorite colors for this. Blank. No blank. I know blank. Well, I mean, Kat, Kathy, I've been on many, many a podcast with Kathy. And, and my overall impression and feeling of her is she is one of the, the nicest, most affable people I've ever <laughs> dealt with. So it's hard to imagine her you other jack wagons by anything. Yeah, I'm not like the rest of you. Uh, <laughs> All you other people. On this. It's a fair cup. So I, oh man, I, I would have to guess that if anything annoys Kathy, that it would probably be something like um, people having people's people's uh, uh lives and processes not going smoothly because of complicated overly complicated like procedures paperwork bureaucracy that kind of thing i feel like i feel like that would annoy her i know she is someone who who likes to con- like consult on some of that and likes to help people sort of cut through that and and organize and that kind of stuff so i feel like inefficiencies related to you know bureaucracy and administration and that kind of stuff that's that's kind of what i'm going with i mean maybe i could have gone with like like ants or something. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I decided to go big picture. She might love ants, though. You know, that's the I don't problem. Know. That's right. See, I got to, you know. She might possess a love for all living things, you know, like a, a, some kind of force that pervades everything. Let's not, let's not get into it. I'm crossing the streams. <laughs> uh, does other folks have, uh, have thoughts if they know a specific thing? I, I would have said bureaucracy, too, Dan, just by the way, or like uh, overweening government paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get political. I mean, <laughs> no, no, paperwork. Paperwork is not political. Everybody has paperwork. Well, except some people. None of us playing this game have any idea what overbearing bureaucracy is like. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> foreign to us all. All right, so, Kathy, what do you think? Is that an uh, accurate statement that I know that the machinations of things that are overcomplicated and involve stuff are it annoys you? That would be 100% correct. Uh, that was, in fact, when the question was read out, that was exactly what I had in my mind. Because nothing makes me more frustrated than having to fill out anything that I know is not even going to be looked at or it's not, it's going to be stuck in a pile and no one's going to touch it. There's so many times that I want to unicorn someone and just be like, look, let's get this taken care of, under control, please let me help you type of a situation. Just to clear, unicorn in this case is not like goring them with unicorn <laughs> horn, right? Like, oh, I assumed that it was. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to use it to guide as opposed to okay. murder, <laughs> just to clarify. See? Affable. Like I said, yes. totally affable. <laughs> Most of us know each other. We have loose affiliations of, uh, uh, of delight and wonder through being on podcasts together and occasionally meeting each other in person in combinations. However... There's one set of ringers, which is Tony Sindelar and Dan Morin have known each other for an indeterminate number of years that is greater than one, in person even. So 
This is a question. This is Tony's round, Tony's turn. And Tony, here's a statement about Dan Moore, and I would like you to answer. I know you are skeptical or trusting. This is for the big win. No, I'm sorry. This is actually the first <laughs> So I have to determine if Dan is skeptical or trusting. Right. And you know, it's a nuanced options. question. I guess we're looking at you know, 51%. Is, there, huh. Wow. Uh, what if it turns out I don't actually know Dan at all because I can't answer this question? <laughs> well, that's, this game also well, teaches you, who your true friends are, and then yeah. that, it's all over. Tony, just ask yourself, do you trust me? Uh, but do I trust Don't that answer that question. Me? I mean, answer that question. Uh, <laughs> I'm skeptical that you trust that. No, oh, no. Um, I'm going to go with uh, with Dan Morin. Is, uh, Dan Morin is a trusting person. Interesting. Uh, I, I've known Dan for a long time myself, and um, I think Dan is a uh, – it's interesting. I might have said skeptical. I might have gone with skeptical, not because he doesn't trust people, but because he has a good yeah. – dose of concern that the world may not be exactly what it looks like i don't know it's you know it's hard i feel like there's the the tendency to evaluate people based on where they are in rela- relation to you and i i know between the two of us i'm definitely the, uh, the yes. skeptical and <laughs> more skeptical and cynical than dan warren does that make dan warren not skeptical i don't know oh what i thought he was skeptical think? of me and trusting of you oh also possible <laughs> i feel like dan has a very heavy dose of skeptic wow skepticism I said it. We're good. Moving on for the world in general. So I think the the question would be more, is it defining in a personal relationship or in the world as a whole? I think this is where it gets tricky is I think the person about to whom the question is asked has to decide which characteristic they would declare themselves sure. in this binary. So Dan- you could be a, you could be a, you could be skeptical about the world. Uh, but put a lot of trust that you know most people in the world are good people with good intentions, right? right. Yeah. So, so trust but verify. Yeah. Yeah. Trust but verify. Yeah. That's. Uh, you know. It's, this is I mean, the... I think a lot of people are skeptical of perhaps organizations, but trusting of individuals. We're, so. we're back in the 1980s trivia game too. Trust but verify. Yeah. Dan, what do you think? So this is about you. Are you skeptical or trusting as a dominant characteristic, or is it? Too... We could call a draw, but I think you got to come. I think you have to agree. Dan, with justify yourself. Justify okay. yourself well, to the world right now. Boom. <laughs> Glenn, I think I'd say I'm more of a mermaid. I think that's the only. No. Oh wait, sorry. Which half? Question. Which half? Uh, you know what? I, here, here. I'm going to go with. I think th- this is a hard one too, right? I think to- the the discussion around it. This is very broad, but I think Tony hit upon something when he said, "Of the two of us, he is the more skeptical <laughs> of the two of us." I feel like on the spectrum from skeptical Tony to trusting Glenn. I feel like I'm in the middle. <laughs> this is wise. Thanks, Very wise. I mean, I feel like I do have that healthy dose of skepticism, but I think my my general, like, sort of dealing with people in good faith is sort of an element of the way I try to approach life. Yeah. Like, I, I generally assume that people are not be- behaving evilly or... Um, you know, totally selfishly when I deal with like individual, I'm not talking about like government or stuff like that, but like on a, on a personal basis. So I think I verge towards the trusting in sort of interpersonal relationships. Um, so, I mean, I feel like he kind of, I feel like he did a good job of, of sort of putting it down. And I would say trusting would be my, would have been the, if I had to pick between the two of them, I would have gone with trusting. This is going to be good for you, Liz. You're going to enjoy this. You're going to be... Or else. This is something you have <laughs> yeah. to know about. The, this Watch game out. can be whatever you want it to be. end up in a Saw movie again. Oh, oh, no. will continue until morale improves. Exactly. <laughs> we've, we've done those. Low definition death march continues. Uh, so, Liz, here is for Tony. 
Mr. Sindelar, uh, this is something you need to state about him. I know if you could relive a day in your past and not change a thing, you'd choose blank. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Liz. Wow. This is really helpful. Maybe think about the worst days for everyone in the world that it ever happened. And you might be able to work backwards from that. That, Oh, God. I'm making a list. (laughs) Could you just go over some major events in your life? (laughs) Tony was born in a cave in Siberia, locked up there and turned into some kind of superhuman warrior before being sent into his current assignment, which is Deep Sleeper. I thought he was born in a log cabin in Illinois. Born in the house his father built. See, I'm just going to take that as, as you know, as truth. You know, I, I'm trusting and I completely believe you. And undoubtedly that happened. Okay, what are important things that happen to Americans that are quite good? <laughs> well, the day we get our first gun. Yeah, anything? Well, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> bang, bang, hamburger, hamburger. Uh, <laughs> bang, bang, hamburger. <laughs> Is that all we are to you, Is to Liz? We're just a bunch of, just a bunch of Yankees? Yankees yes. with hamburgers? Okay. Yankees. And occasionally Are, people who pretend to be other people can't you, into Dragon's Pod. Yeah, can't you can't you see past that? Think of us as as people. People here on Spaceship Earth with you know, we're all we're more we're more alike than we are different. Uh we're obviously nerds. <laughs> We're obviously gullible and willing to be tricked into just giving Glenn an hour of our time. We have no, I thought John Sarkisi was good an at hour. The, How optimistic of <laughs> We have far more in common than we have uh, apart. So good. Well done, um, Tony. Approximately how old are you? That might help. That'll help. Like within uh, five or ten years. <laughs> This is we don't want this turn to the identity theft game. I I gonna go for I think it was the day that something incredibly nerdy and cool happened to mm. you that would never happen again, and you would quite like to go back and do that nerdy cool thing again. That's me every day. You're gonna have to get more specific. <laughs> Tony's life is a cavalcade of wondrous nerdy things. Oh God! If only I, I still think that's a great I'm, answer. I'm trying to remember if Tony shares Dan's love of Star Wars now. Tony he, uh, has maybe won. I wonder if Tony has won something. I'm trying to think if he won that thing that he likes at MIT. Maybe no, no, we've never no, won. We've never won. Do we, we want to win right. the mystery? Yeah, no, so that would be wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a great deal of infrastructure in place to keep that from ever happening. Yeah. <laughs> right? Really? Yeah, we we. Well, we that's a side that story. Strongly, yes. Side quest. Uh, you know, and and. And though I do think the the uh, the mystery hunt is a good example of something that Tony has done and really enjoys, I also happen to know that there's a lot of stress attached to him because he organizes a lot of stuff and does a lot of. Yeah, uh, it's possible uh, I'm a overhead. miserable wretch and I don't like anything. So yeah, I was thinking like, oh man, all I can come up with is days Tony wants to go back and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Is, wait a minute! Wait a minute! This is visible on the outside. It's not just inside. <laughs> this is a Help! That's about as good as my. Wait, I'm speaking aloud, Glenn. You're always speaking aloud. Get to that point. You have an internal monologue. Liz so. may be allowed to uh, to say something vague because I think it, this is very specific. Yes. Or I could go for that time. If it is Star Wars, that time you stuck into Skywalker Ranch and stole some stuff and you got away, and they've never found out. Well, now they have. Until now. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Identity Theft and Criminal Charges. I thought Tony and I kept that on the DL for pretty for 20 years. <laughs> Obviously not. All right, we're going to get Liz. I'm going to go, as I can be your answer, we'll go with that. Yes. All right, Tony, what do you think? Accurate. Did you sneak into Skywalker Ranch have, and steal I something? I have never been to Skywalker Ranch. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh. as, as his lawyer. 
<laughs> he has never been. I do not even know what a Skywalker or a ranch is, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a hard one. That was uh, hard. You know, and that I'm, was I'm difficult. Not, uh, I, you know, I think uh, I'm a cynical, warped, jaded monster. Uh, there are lots of things I can be thankful for, but you know, I'm not great at living in the moment. So sorry. Uh, you know, yeah. All That's right. One. Uh, this next uh, next question is for Antony, and Antony, you're going to be uh, conceptualizing the answer around Liz's life. Uh, here we go. I know you Yay. have or haven't gotten into a fight on social media. So Liz is so mild mannered. I don't know how this. The the I mean the fact that I can hear Liz screaming in the background (laughs) is kind of all the answer you need, really, isn't it? I don't. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. Let's be honest. It's not just about Liz. I think you could probably apply this to anyone who's been on the internet for more than a day. (laughs) Yeah. Has got into a fight on social media at some point. Like when? Who hasn't? Who exists these days that has not gotten against their better judgment, become ill-advisedly involved in some kind of argument on the internet? Who has not had one of the children of the president attack them on the internet? It's true. I don't you hate it when that happens. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this feels like a bit of a gimme because especially compared to poor Liz's <laughs> question about Tony. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going to say that Liz has got into a fight on social media right, at some wanna, point uh, you, in the past. For a bonus point, do you want to speculate about some of Liz's most formative life moments? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, will, I will go for a bonus point and say I'm going to guess that this fight was or let's say the most recent fight was <laughs> was either about politics or star trek oh Br- doctor who didn't make the list huh so doctor who is very non-controversial well, she, she argues about that on podcasts not social well, media well is isn't Skype considered a social media? So yeah, the fact that Skype we is considered uh, just had an media. argument about whether black was a color or not. <laughs> I, like, don't, I, I don't think it's social. I was stating a yeah. fact. Do, do podcasts count? Because I was on a podcast with Liz yesterday, <laughs> and there may have been, well, I know been an argument. <laughs> Liz, Liz, the lesson here is you should be more forgettable, like me. Uh, you're, you're leaving, you're leaving a, a rich imprint of who you are on all the people so, around you. Locked dangerous. Lock your account. You speak avatars and go um, uh, Liz what yeah. do you think the uh, correct answer for yourself would be I know you have haven't gotten into a fight on social media no I'm very well behaved on social media <laughs> I never disagree with anyone even when they say ridiculous and wrong things obviously Congratulations, that last Tony. statement might have been a tiny lie <laughs> maybe but I will say that my last fight was not to do with politics or Star Trek ha 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 Video it games? was in fact shut up no no you don't get a third guess you don't get a third guess <laughs> it was in fact to do with someone playing a hero in dota 2 incorrectly and then blaming their amazing support <gasps> oh. who was playing properly Oof. and going off in a huff during the match that is nice. see it was a toss-up between star trek and video games i went for the trek because the, mm-hmm. that tends to bring out people who argue more but you know Oh, right. No, video games is my worst one. All the arguments with video games. Because other people are very, very wrong about that. A lot. I, I think you're the only For person with opinions Star- about video games on the internet, as we've discovered in the last few years. I, I think I'm much more live and let live with Star Trek, usually, unless they're like having a go at DS9 or trying to convince me that TNG isn't the beigest one. 
actually, now that I think about it, your two appearances on Unjustly Maligned were both about video games, weren't they? So, <laughs> yeah. That's like, just everyone should be looking to the back, argue, uh, back issues of Unjustly Maligned to understand. Yeah. Many of us have been on. All right. So the next question, we've done one round in 30 minutes. So this is going very quickly. Uh, we may not. We may wind up doing a total at the end. So far, we have Dan, Tony, and Anthony have uh, removed cards from their pile of six cards each. Kathy and Liz have seven each, but we're very early in the game, and and um, we'll move things along. Uh, I think this is going swimmingly. Could be anybody's don't you? game nine Let's hours go. from now. That's right. Uh, well, Four hours. There will be an arbitrary. There'll be an arbitrary stopping point that will make everyone unhappy. So don't worry. Okay, so this is for Kathy. Kathy, you're uh, you're determining the veracity of this statement about uh, Dan. I know you do. Don't like Ferris wheels. Uh, um, That's revenge for Liz's question. I think. <laughs> Since I know him so well, have you ever seen him a hundred feet above the ground? Yeah, I'm gonna go with does not like Ferris wheels strictly because I don't like heights where my support under my feet are not is not strong so there i cannot understand anyone that does enjoy ferris wheels so we're going with does not enjoy does like spaceships but that's a different thing never 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 been on a spaceship can i say that is that allowed (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a pretty uh we can pretty much assume that you have not been on a spaceship have you been on the whoa, vomit? Whoa, whoa, what does that mean? <laughs> well, now all my dreams are shattered. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Do you like or not like Ferris wheels? You know, I, I thought about this as you, as even as you were asking the question, I was thinking, do I like Ferris wheels? Yeah, this uh, is like, yeah, I feel like I'm learning as much about myself <laughs> as other people. <laughs> that, the, you've learned the, real, the secret of the game. <laughs> the real game was the friends we made along the way. Um, or lost. <laughs> I, you know, traditionally at like your, your amusement park, I would say I, I am not a big Ferris wheel fan because I like Kathy. I don't like being um, I don't like heights when I don't have, you know, it's like one thing to go up a tall building and be on like an observation deck or something. Um, but stuff where I can like look down more easily, I get I do get like some some slight like dizziness from that. So I, I I'm, I'm sitting there thinking I'm not even sure if I've ever been. I guess I have been on Ferris wheel once on Chicago. It was fine, but I clearly don't seek them out. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I would say. I don't. I don't generally like Ferris wheels. That's that's good, Kathy. That's tough. That's Yay! Tough. It's uh. Yeah, I was gonna say if could you know, or it could have been that Dan is the uh, head of the International Ferris Wheel Appreciation Society, but it had never come up at all. Those were the only options. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there are two options. What are the Dan's other? Also the tallest apart. person here, so you know, yeah, I wasn't I'm expecting a, to be afraid of heights. I I destroy. I mean, I destroy all Ferris wheels I encounter. Or I'm the president of the International Ferris Wheel Appreciation. <laughs> those are the only. That's pretty much how it works. Oh my god, this is going to be the most controversial thing I've ever asked in any setting. Uh, Dan, this yeah. is for Tony, and your oh, knowledge man. of him may not help. That's perfect. What's new? This is very controversial. I don't know if I can even say what, this. Are we doing this? Oh, yeah. Is it, it GIF or JIF? No. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, here's the question. Here's the question. I know your favorite podcast is blank. Ooh. Are you kidding? Is that the actual? That is the actual question. Oh, I'm terrified. Oh my about. goodness, <laughs> Tony! I'm so oh. sorry, but do I have go. a favorite podcast? I don't know. Has favorite? Tony been on Friends in your ears yet? And now favorite he has podcast that. that he we does, or that. favorite podcast that he listens? Well, I think to Tony may have some ability things. to define that answer too. His favorite podcast okay. is a you know, you could, you could a lot of different ways to take that, but all of them are all right. uh, dangerous. I, I do happen to know what some of the pot like his most commonly listened to podcasts are. I think um, there's there's probably two or three valid answers for this. One. Okay, because right. well, I, 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 I think I I don't think I have a canonical favorite. 
I will try to name like at least two. I've got at least two off the top of my head. Okay. Which are uh, Planet Money, because I know you do listen to that a lot. And I would also say This American Life, I think, is probably among the top ones that you listen to regularly, like that you seek out and and actually not just sort of desultorily listen to. Um, So those would be, I think, two of my top guests. I'm trying to think if there's another one in there. Um, that you listen to regularly. But I know we have conversed about this in the past. Um, so I'm trying to remember if there is like a like a nerdier one that he, he listens to uh, on the regular basis. Uh, but the problem is he does so many podcasts, right? So like, you know, I think, you know, he does Total Party Kill, uh, but I don't think he would consider that necessarily his favorite podcast. because I, I, do, not, I do not care for their work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, wow. Yeah, uh, I, tough I'm, crowd. I'm going to go with that, uh, that Regdar guy. I don't get it. So, <laughs> oh, weird you're stick. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Plant Money and This American Life is at least two out of the three. That's my. You know, if I had to pick one, uh, This American Life is probably my my top podcast that I have been listening to. You know, every week for I don't know as long as I've been listening to podcasts now. So that goes way way back, and I'm definitely Planet Money's up there. And, you know, that third spot is probably the other one that rotates a little bit. You know, Dragon Friends is up there right now. I almost, a, almost mentioned Dragon Yeah, Friends, so. but I, I, think, I think This American Life, if you had to pick one, which Dan got it, was, was real good. Uh, I still, I'm still subscribed to uh, You Look Nice Today, which hasn't released an episode. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I understand that. Since, uh, like, 2013. Uh, I mean, I think they had a few specials, but uh, they have not re- regularly released since 2013. But, you know, my heart's still waiting. But, yeah, I, I think Dan nailed it. You are all my favorite podcasters, just so we're clear. <laughs> Glenn Bunsen then says, everyone who didn't say my podcast that you're on right now loses a point. Yep. So. Well, I don't have a sense of ownership. This is a collective entity game show, so I don't have what? a current... that is That's what every cult says. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Uh, to judge by my younger child's listening habits to a game show and Total Party Kill, it is a cult. Uh, he is listening <laughs> obsessively. So, t- uh, Tony Sinilar, uh, hello, nerd. Um, here's a question for you that you need to ask of or answer about, Liz, I should say. I know if you could decide how you will die, you'd go out by blank. What? <laughs> <laughs> what game is this? Oh, well, well, how do Scottish people think? Because you're just a vague caricature in my head. Terrifying bagpipe accident. Let's um. discuss Liz's potential deaths for the next little yeah. while. Improperly cured haggis. How I prefer to die. You said this was for nice people. We care about it. We, we want to make sure your passing from the world is as polite and calm and, and uh, of your liking as you choose. Yeah, this, this is, is way this more is, contentious <laughs> than the favorite podcast question. This is yeah, this is I didn't rough. quite expect uh, Liz, that. That was a, it's a, it's I a don't ro- even think I could tell the truth about that. It's a roller coaster yeah. ride or maybe a Ferris wheel ride. This game. I, yeah. Also, like, how dark do you want this? How real are we getting? Exactly. <laughs> tell the truth here, people. Weirdly enough, Ferris wheel is also my answer to this question. <laughs> this this does remind me of the line that uh, oh, who's the wonderful actor who is uh, in Young Frankenstein on that X Files episode where he could see the future and he turns to Mulder and says. You know, autoerotic asphyxiation is probably the most embarrassing way to die. Uh, and Mulder yeah. says, why would you say that? Oh, no reason. Clive Bruckman's final repose. Yeah, great episode. Uh, so episode. many people. Uh, can I suggest that we maybe choose a different card? That might be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most polite thing anyone's ever as said. A, as an impartial observer <laughs> All right. to this question. I have a slightly better one. I think that's a good idea. Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerd. This Hi. is uh, the uh, question that you need to consider related to Liz. And it is 
Horrifying. Horrifying. I know your favorite cookies are blank. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 let me oh. think. Uh, wow. And I think this See, is always fair. She's enthusiastic about this one. <laughs> if she oh. was American, we all know that American people of right sound mind, uh, any answer that's not chocolate chip is just right out. Tony, right. Tony, and she's oh. thinking biscuits, just remember, not cookies. Oh, she's thinking of biscuits. Of biscuits, uh, which are cookies. Unless Wait, in Scotland, uh, they're not. Aren't Scotland? How's your knowledge of British British biscuits? Well, what are Is American you, biscuits? No, no, I was thinking cookies. Okay. Like oh, proper cookies. Oh, proper cookies. But you right. mean biscuits. I can have biscuits. What's the no, difference no, no, between no. a biscuit and a cookie? No, no, not American biscuits, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking British biscuits then. Help me out. We Dodgers, need a lexicon translation. Right. Yeah, are jammy, are jammy Dodgers a cookie or are they more like a candy? I, lo- I just like saying Jammy they're Dodgers. They're a candy. Biscuit. They're a biscuit. Uh, well... <laughs> That didn't answer my question. Not a cookie. <laughs> what would you call? What would you call a? What would you call a chocolate chip cookie that is an American chocolate chip cookie? How would you describe it? A cookie. We'll call it a cookie. They, they, they call That's it a, 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 a Yankee biscuit. <laughs> I do Express. cookie flavors, or you can expand it to all biscuits. All right. In which case, uh-huh. that might be okay. So British. cookies are biscuits, but not all biscuits are cookies. Uh, over here, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And and what you call biscuits are like savory scones, sure. not at all a, a sweet right. thing. S- right. Scones. We call those rocks over here. <laughs> <laughs> we call them an edible usually. <laughs> Doorstops. Yeah, we have we have this wild American thing where when we uh, when we ruin baked goods, we just throw them out. But you people do- eat them with tea. That's delightful. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> scones. Don't get me started. Wow, this is much more much more controversial than I expected. Oh, God. All right. At least, I mean, what's worse, scones or biscotti? It's hard to say. I'm just offending everybody. <laughs> See, you're not eating them right here. Tell them what going around the world. Uh, oh, American biscotti. Oh, wait. No, biscotti is bad. Biscotti is You know what? Right. You can tune in for my podcast that I host with Liz. What's wrong with biscotti? It's, it's, a, week, it's a, week, a weekly podcast. <laughs> no, every just week you insult a different kind of baked good around the world as it's prepared in America. All right. Uh, so. Next week's guest, John Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have done a lot of dithering, and I have not answered what Liz's favorite cookie is. He's half Tony. Uh, oh, this is rough. Um, I think she actually gave you the answer. I think she actually said it aloud. Did she? I was listening to myself. That was a mistake. <laughs> if, if, as long as you avoid a couple of ingredients, then yeah. Well, that's it's tricky because, like, I mean, some people enjoy a peanut butter cookie, but that there's a lot of people oh, who are not, man, not allergies. I've never had one. Think about capers. Oh, well, then it's probably oh, not okay. your favorite we, cookie. Thank uh, you. We've eliminated uh, that. But now I want one. I understand mm. capers are very popular in the United Kingdom, so maybe capers are involved somehow. All right, I'm uh, gonna. Capers, I, I want what? to go. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what madness? <is> this? <laughs> You know, they're like the, the only great, uh, like the like the great flower, but we... <laughs> language is funny. Um, <laughs> Liz, I'm going to suggest that uh, because I'm I'm going to not pick chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to go with uh, and maybe this is the wrong strategy. I'm going to go with a name brand cookie. I'm going to say that one of Liz's favorite cookies is the Oreo. Oh no! Well, that was. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, okay, totally wait. Be fine with chocolate chip cookie. No, Oreos are horrible. God, <laughs> why? I've imported them over here in the past couple of years. Please update just... Liz's most recent <laughs> social media argument wait, to include would, cookies. <laughs> would, the canonical, <laughs> would the canonical Scottish answer be shortbread? Is that a cookie or a biscuit? That's not a cookie. Is it a biscuit? In in America, you would still classify that in her cookie. Yes. If you you, like put chocolate chips in it, yeah, but not plain old shortbread. Oh my god! I I basically accept anything. I'm a monster. Sorry. How dare you, Dan? How dare you? Like sugar cookies, they're the real monsters. Anything with chocolate and without raisins, I'd have been cool with, man. Okay, so well, I I bought that shortbread. 
Mm. I, way to I fail. can't wait till we spin off all the t- all the uh, podcasts from this episode. I have episode. so many amazing. cookie questions about the UK now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a special game show, uh, a, an unjustly uh, warmed up or something. Uh, okay, so next up is Liz. Yep. I'm actually going to find you a fairer question because you had such an unfair. How would you like someone to yeah. die? <laughs> <laughs> what is Campbell's greatest fear, and how can we exploit it? <laughs> All right, that's right. What is your great? It's called this game is called Room 101, and uh, it's the most horrible room in the world. So welcome. Okay, so Liz, here is your question aimed at, or that you ask of Kathy, and that question is: uh, I know you believe more in art or science. Believe more. So you're like, you think the, the, the fundamental think structure of the universe is the right brush strokes? Or is this a preference for one over the other? Like, I don't want to take any more chemistry. It's only turned into mass. I want to faff about doing um, clay pots instead. I like the idea. It's just I don't believe in art. Like I've never seen a painting. <laughs> Can't convince me. I don't. Can you? Can you see? People science? tell me I've seen a painting, but I'm skeptical. Some TV. Some TV uh, right. anchor yeah, was point. talking about so and so believes in evolution. I'm like, no, that's exactly what they don't do. They don't believe in evolution. They understand, hmm. they accept it as a scientific. You believe in art that you can't see it without your eyes, and your eyes. Eyes are basically science, right? One would one would think this question is maybe not that literal. It might be. Do you think I, that the uh, possibly? I understand that. I'm being a jerk. I just oh. uh, <laughs> what? But do you what, believe in jerk? life after love? Shocking. <laughs> I know it's it's kind of hard. You see, because because like business is kind of sciencey and how it works. And if you want to fix those things, but I will remind you that Kathy uh, wears a. A unicorn onesie. Yeah, it might be. I know, but uh, yeah, <laughs> and my headphones stuff. currently have a unicorn horn on them as well. Spends a lot of time working with InDesign. Uh, it's That's a real, sort of real science, toss up though. then. <laughs> <Sort of science. laughs> I'm just going to flip my non-existent coin, which is a giant pot. I can't tell if I believe in that or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to go what? for my my thing here and say I just assume that believe means something wider and more thingy than. I don't believe in oxygen or the or Michelangelo's chapel ceiling or something, and I'm good for art. Kathy, what do you think? What what do you believe in? If belief is the right word to use, which it may not be. Yeah, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know how to answer this question because I don't understand it enough so to give it. So both answers are right. It's so yes, right. exactly. So Liz gets the point. I think that is fair. I think that is. A great, you know, I would interpret this, this as game is whatever we want it to be. Exactly. Everything is. Is going Liz, on. this is like the opposite of inconceivable where we argue about the validity of questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a happier game. <laughs> I don't know. Liz, I, I think you, you should just... probably give her like one and a three quarters points. So. <laughs> Only integers! Only yeah. integers, Tony! Uh, Liz, did you just throw a piece of pottery up. on your desk to toss a coin? What? <laughs> it, it wasn't Science. pottery pottery. It was quite sturdy, I think. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's broken. Okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's fine. Oh, Just man. do not have a coin. <laughs> no. No, I had to do a coin flip. I was trying to do a coin flip actually last night for Inconceivable and didn't have a coin. And obviously I haven't rectified that in the past 24 hours. So uh, I thought I'd risk uh, 
let's make one of my desk do DAS instead. And it's fine. It's good. Right. I'll work that. My spreadsheet, <laughs> I've managed to do an amazing thing with five people on it. Anthony needs to ask Anthony this next question. So perhaps I will fix the spreadsheet. That's a little too existential. Let's all see how he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn, Glenn! This is why Dan has a scorekeeper. Could you yeah. could you answer? Could you ask a question so difficult you couldn't answer it of yourself? Is the is that the card? Oh, I'm sure, I could. <laughs> I don't know that that what that what day would you like to relive? One was tough for me. So. Oh my god! All right, let's, uh, Anthony. You're going to ask Dan this question. It'll all work out, Anthony. So here's your statement about Dan. <laughs> I know you'd never blank. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be difficult to answer about myself. I mean, it encompasses such a wide range of possibilities. <laughs> I know you'd never murder a hobo. I mean, you know, <laughs> there are, I mean, what, there are what trillion... so many qualifiers to murder there? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was self-defense, if it were... Yeah, I Let's mean, say the hobos yeah. come at you with a knife. I'd never get uh, caught. <laughs> I'd never Good Lord. offensively murder someone. Uh, this really does encompass a ridiculously wide range i mean yeah. you really know about me <laughs> well, I well i'm trying to think now if you're allergic to anything because that would be an easy way uh, to answer yeah it, i think it? i think it can't be the entire universe of possible things that dan is incapable of doing because that's that too large Aww, that is too large I dan could... i know you'd never spontaneously combust <laughs> oh my god you what might, am i doing though that <laughs> yeah, do you know that? that's a terrible way to die I mean, no one wants to do that it's spontaneous i i know that because spontaneous combustion is not real not yes, yet. It happens. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <tap> <laughs> <told me. laughs> Despite all available evidence, uh, it's not real. I, um, These are hard. I, I, I love the duality of like favorite cookie slash explain your existence. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Look, it provokes conversation. That's the. Uh, that is a. <sighs> let's think about things we know about Dan. Wears a hat, has a ring. Does just about everything. Uh, it's Dan. It's the Dan Morin story. <laughs> like, Has a hat. <laughs> Dan Morin, noted <laughs> hat owner. <laughs> also, except, he's written a book. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, except in the one like official publicity shot for his book, he's not wearing a hat. <laughs> true. Well, I mean, true. he's got to look professional. <laughs> yeah, let's not be ridiculous here. I'd never stop Terry Pratchett. Um, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a better hat. Well, you know, you've already learned some things just today, Anthony, about what uh, what, what some of Dan Morin's fears are. So maybe you could extrapolate from from that. Well, we, you you know, we know you can't use this one, but we it is unclear if he's ever been on a Ferris wheel, according to <laughs> source Dan Morin. I'm actually wondering if I could if I could game this and use a double negative. Like I know you would not pass up the chance to do the New York Times crossword, for example. Hmm. Ah. That seems that seems against the spirit. I think it it, it kind of does, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it's you know, spirit foul. Uh, okay, Dan, I know you would never go big game hunting. Well, let's find out, Dan. What's what your love of animals future? here? <laughs> yeah, Dan. What about in a future where elephants have taken over most of the world? <laughs> it's not really hunting at that point. It's more like rebelling. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> more like survival. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. just that's this totally is all justifications, post facto all right. justifications. You know what? I'm going to rat you out to the elephant overlords when this comes. <laughs> this is all recorded. <laughs> so, so who looks foolish this podcast now? Podcast is now testimony. So, you know. Uh, I, I'm going to give full marks on that one. I don't, I, hunting is never something that's appealed to me. I have no desire, certainly, to hunt big game because they seem scary and like they might win 
Um, but and, <laughs> that's not that's not the best reason not to go big game. No, hunting. no, that's just especially like I, I have no desire to go any kind of hunting, but like especially not big game hunting. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm as probably anybody who follows me on Twitter does know. I am pretty actively anti guns, so that would probably not be a, a thing that I would ever really engage in, nor nor really, like, certainly when go bow and arrow hunting, really. I don't really have any desire to kill animals. Let's, let's, that's let's leave it at that. that is I think not that's more I what I was heading towards. Yes. I think that's a fair <laughs> You are much more complimentary about me than me. I, you've really made me question some things about myself. Yeah, it's, it's hard to improv explain your life philosophies in ludicrous scenarios. <laughs> it's pretty wonderful. But I had a job interview that was basically like this once. <laughs> Tony, in order to get this teaching job that involves some information technology, you'll need to explain what you do in a post-apocalyptic world in which it was robots more like are explain your life 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 values and what is you know what what is your philosophy on everything. Oh my explain God. your Did, decisions that have led you to this point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> D- didn't get that job. So. <laughs> your life philosophy is wrong. They said, and we're not giving you the job. Kathy, yeah. on the way out, you pass Glenn heading in. Kathy, that's right, <laughs> Kathy. Well, here's a question for you that you will be yes. asking of Tony. So, Kathy, I know your favorite Halloween costume, comma, Tony, is blank. I, I suspect the answer could be none also, but, you know, let's not limit ourselves to positive answers. Uh, I feel like I feel like he would be the type of person that would wear a T-shirt that says, this is my Halloween costume. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go with that as an answer. That's pretty, that's pretty. I can't tell if that's a disparaging answer or not. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> a level of irony that's uh, like I don't. Yeah. I don't think he would go full on like I'm going to be Captain Jack Sparrow and like now go that. spend three hundred dollars on a costume. You don't think he'd dress up as a giant pumpkin? I feel like that would be more I mean, awkward. What if it was a bespoke pumpkin costume? <laughs> bespoke pumpkin. I feel like that's less likely than Jack Sparrow. Is a bespoke pumpkin like a, a bespoke pumpkin is a it's in Charlie Brown? Uh, so, uh, Tony. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a costume person. Uh, this is yeah. This is this has been a source of some uh, some uh, controversy in my life. But I am not a I am not a costume person. I don't know why it just doesn't appeal to me. I think I'm very intimidated by people who are very into the crafting of uh, costumes who are very good at it. I'm very impressed by that. But yeah, I am not a I am not a costume person. And there have been many times in my life where I've had to do a costume stuff, and I've you know I've basically done what I felt like I could get away with as the bare minimum to get by. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I have. I have been to many a Halloween party hosted yes. at Tony's place of residence, but usually he is not the driving factor behind that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Could have told you that. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Kathy nailed it. Dan Morin. Dan Morin. Yes. Yeah, present. Right. Present and accounted. Dan Morin, this is a something you need to discuss with your friend Liz Miles. God. I'm going to read this. Maybe I'm going to get a different question. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I know if you can have a conversation with someone who's deceased, you choose blank. It's oh like, my goodness. It's like doing tarot. It's like doing tarot, and the same thing keeps coming up for someone. I've shuffled the cards, but the <laughs> happy squirrel keeps why, coming up. Why do you up. keep that, getting that, the death card when you shuffle Liz's cards? <laughs> that could, get, that could be a good question. I was going to say, if we just see if we just exclude family members. <laughs> See, I was going to be helpful here. I was going to say, don't worry about it. There is no one amongst my friends and family who are dead that I want to talk to. So, Oh, there we go. Okay, so it has to be famous. <laughs> All right, so Dan, 
that's your yes. thing to determine. I thought that'd be oh, helpful. wait. Okay, so we're going with it. Let's go with that because it's, it's a yeah. happy question. This isn't you're not talking about digging somebody up, literally. Okay. They'll be, a, right. they'll be able or, to converse comfortably. Or are you? Comfortable <laughs> that's how you get conversation. <laughs> uh, and I suspect that let's, I mean, I think it's a little, it's too specific to say the one person. So I think we have to be like, is this plausibly somebody who Liz would enjoy having? You know, of it's, a universe. it's like that nice question about what people living or dead. Do you want to have the tea party? Yeah, with? that's, you know, that's, way, that's right, normal. Yeah. way more positive than you know grave yeah. robbing. Yeah, right. let's let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> Let me think. Oh, okay, no All resurrection. Right. I've, got, man, I've got a few answers here, but I think one that I'm gonna I'm gonna go with because I feel like it ticks a few different boxes um, mm-hmm. is how about uh, the just late, so you know, late. Tom Baker is still alive. Damn it! No. <laughs> I was thinking about Tom Baker. Because he's really old. Don't say his name. You know everyone dies when we talk about them on podcasts. They're already... Okay. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I just It's when we talked about Sue Grafton the other day. She literally died while we were recording the episode. Yeah, literally not the while phenomenon we where you talk about dead people and they come back. <laughs> and they come back to life. Only to then die again. Yeah, that's it's, a haunted it, podcast. Oh that's a, a way that worse was, problem. That was have. the Sue Grafton one was literally... As we spoke of her. We had that on Thrash It Out. Twice oh, no. we covered bands that no. then split up oh like God. within weeks of us releasing oh, the episode. <laughs> the Cursed yeah, Podcast. every time I talk about uh, Do Inconceivable, one of the panelists dies. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> it's always me. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't uh, on yesterday's show. Rest in peace, Brian Hamilton. <laughs> uh, all right. He'll be buried so, in a piece of toast. I think this might – I'm going to go out on a limb and say this might check a couple boxes, but I'm going to go with the late great actor Christopher Lee, uh, if only because oh, I feel like choice. he was in some classic uh, British horror movies that I know Liz is a fan of, and he was also in Star Wars, uh, although perhaps less a less – somewhat more oh. ignominious role there. But, like, he seemed like an interesting gentleman – Maybe she would enjoy having a conversation with him. Wasn't he a, 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 yeah, I was going to say, yeah. isn't he an ex-assassin? Yeah, or as Dan referred <laughs> to them, awesome, gentlemen. Yeah, he's murdered <laughs> people, Dan. He's, I mean, murdered? He has killed people at the behest of the government. Yeah, and that's a whole different discussion. Is that murder? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have been okay with a fairly wide variety of basically anyone I would have found vaguely interesting. And I'm going to say that that one's okay, but she'd have somehow double points for almost missing the absolute correct answer, but also giving the correct reasons for oh, the correct answer the correct answer. That? Peter Cushing? Peter Cushing. Oh, Peter See, Cushing. I, 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 I thought about Star Peter Wars. Cushing. I yeah, did think about Peter Cushing. I, um, I am a big fan of Christopher Lee, especially his um, heavy metal music in his later years, and I do think yep. of his work very, very much. Just um, the... the Answer that was unassailably correct was Cushing. So close. But also, yes, that that's totally a good answer. What is it about Peter Cushing with like the young ladies of today? I know many, many young it's women. The, it's the cheekbones, Anthony. Look absolutely love Peter Cushing, yeah. Do can I can you introduce me to them? Because I know like two. <laughs> and it's all guys otherwise, and it's like I'm really sick of talking about hammer horror with guys. Can can I would like to know who these women are, please. Well, we'll be launching the Kush cast. It'll be about something surprising <laughs> yeah. uh, when people tune in. Oh. They'll be confused I, for a little bit, and I then they'll love understand. That. But okay, I still want to. All right, people minus five points for to Glenn for not calling it the Pod Kush, but you know. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go, Tony Sindelar, for your penance for interruption. No, we're still your, this. You're going to be asking this of Anthony, not yourself. Oh. This isn't Auntie Tony. It's Anthony. I got it. Though I know one food you'd want on a deserted island is blank. Ah, uh, wow. Uh-huh. This is hard. Uh-huh. Um, 
Can we talk because, about cookies again? Yeah. <laughs> Crisps, <laughs> chips, or biscuits? Uh, I am. I, I I am really not sure. I'm trying to remember what Anthony has said about food in the past. Uh, I'm forgetting if Anthony is uh, a vegetarian, if that's been discussed before. I think he, uh, I think he, he might be. There was a spirited discussion about chips versus fries at one point, and how yes. uh, what we eat in America is wrong. <laughs> a, a, a common discussion for both Americans not and always. non-Americans. You get sweet potato fries, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, hmm. I think there were several hundred messages in that thread. I came back and it was, uh, yeah. it was a pretty <laughs> it remarkable day. Weird, weird things that we get really passionate T- about. Tony, if you followed me on social media, like probably every other day or every three or four days, I post like a meal that I've cooked. I have seen pictures. I've seen them. I mean, you know, the ones I pay most attention to your, your pictures of your dogs in the, in the, the rolling That's fair hills. Enough. Yeah. So, yes. Huh. So yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything good. So uh, well, I I do notice you do tend to it does it's meals that you cook as opposed to say desserts or ice creams or things like that. So uh, um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, with some hearty roasted vegetables. That's my answer. Uh, oh no, <laughs> not, not a winning sign. Well, it's, it's kind the, of it's the it's cookie, kind of the true, cookie saga all over again. The the thing is that like roasted vegetables. It covers ninety percent of what I eat. Because, did I did uh, I remember correctly I, or incorrectly the vegetarian thing? Uh, well, I don't eat meat, but I do eat fish. I'm a pescatarian. Okay. Um. Uh. But actually, I was going to say that that we have talked about this, like sort of you know amongst ourselves in those threads in the past. This has come up in the past because uh, owing to sort of dietary restrictions and stuff uh, these days, I had to change my diet quite drastically a few years ago and what i would if i was on a desert island i'd figure like okay well i'm probably not gonna survive long anyway so i'll just eat whatever the hell i like yeah exactly um so it would be pizza all day every day every night every morning just pizza 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 uh, because that is the one thing pizza, that pizza. i i literally the little caesar's mascot yeah <laughs> and the reason you die on that island is because you used up all the fuel to cook pizza instead yeah. of keeping I, right, ironically yeah. the ship pulls up and he's just dead from cholesterol yeah and he's only yeah. been there like a week and a half if he <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable the fields of grain just, that were on the if, if he had just stayed to coconuts, he would have been fine. <laughs> I used to eat pizza at least once and sometimes twice a week, like every single week. And now I have to restrict myself to like one pizza every five weeks I was, or so. <laughs> I was betrayed by, by the life you live and not the life you wish you lived. So. <laughs> Liz, we're back to you. Leo. And uh, we're almost done with this round, at which point we will summarize the score and figure out who won. We all, we all won. So, Liz, this is a question that you are going to answer about your friend, Dan Morin. And the statement is, I know if you taught a class, it would be about blank. Hmm. It's a rather Hmm. interesting question, I think. Dan is a multifaceted person. There are many things he could teach classes. Yeah. And would this also be the class that he'd be really good at teaching or the class that he'd actually want to teach, even though he, like, knows nothing about it? It's Ferris wheels. (laughs) Um, and why not to go on them okay well i'm gonna go assume it's gonna be something like quite techy and i don't know could you could you say that again but with just a little bit more dripping contempt My earphones haven't melted yet. That's the Scottish accent. Something about technology. (laughs) Technology. (laughs) At least you said that, not us. 
Yeah, is it is it is it in terms of expertise or wanting to write? That could be anything. To... I think I think these are open ended questions. So as long as it's within the universe, I think it's all right. No, if you don't, cl- I know. No, I, I feel like it. I feel like it was. Yes, not nothing necessary. outside the universe, Liz. <laughs> He's not going to teach yeah. about alternate universes for starters. Yeah, the, the game can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I... <laughs> he would teach about constructing games. Okay, I feel like it would lean towards more one of the STEM fields than the arts. It's because he believes in science. Or, I don't know, you could just uh, do a, a thing on tabletop games. Is that a class? Do people do classes on that? People take classes on all sorts they of could. stuff. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go for that. I'm going to go for an interesting thing. I think the good quality class, which is uh, one on uh, designing tabletop games. That's what I'm saying. Dan, what do you um, think about that? So did, did I correctly hear that you ruled out the arts in favor of, of STEM? <laughs> I, I, re, I, re, I reconsidered. Yeah. I thought you were a more interesting, rounded person. Dan, do you want to tell her, tell her what your degree is? <laughs> yeah, probably not the best time to mention that my bachelor's degree is in English. Uh, even I though I've worked in technology for many, many years. <laughs> so you betrayed your degree. I mean, I wrote a book, Liz. Maybe you've heard of it. I know. I know. It's, it's about your country, country even. It. Yeah, in stores now. It's literally Caledonian. Yeah, it's, like, it's a sci-fi book, and a lot of people it is write a sci-fi, sci-fi book. like no stuff about. Tech. I'm actually. I was. Ter- I will say I was terrible at both science and math in high school and college. Uh, so the off the top of my head answer was definitely going to be writing. That's what I was going to oh, guess. Too. Yeah, that was well. That was my first guess. My second hey, guess was Star Wars. Hey. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that was also a fair. That would be designing a fair cop. Tabletop games involves writing. That's true. <laughs> I'm not sure I would be very good at design. I would rather teach a class on playing tabletop games. But nobody's nice. going to hire me for that. That's not a real class. I was trying to make it real. <laughs> Dan and I briefly almost turned that into a business. It failed, like many of our dumb ventures. I don't know you could say it failed. We didn't really spend a lot of time on it. That, that's uh, the best way to do it, Dan. <laughs> fail early, fail often. Yeah, I don't know that I would teach a class on designing tabletop games. It does sound fun, but I think I would just be intimidated because I know how much work actually goes into designing tabletop games. And I don't think I would necessarily be the best person for that job. Boo. Sorry. Sounds good. Thank you for your faith, though. I appreciate it. So, uh, we're, so we'll end of the third round. It's Anthony's turn. And just to make things more exciting. The crazy uh, round. Uh-oh. I have I had that up front, but we don't have that. So uh, Anthony gets this ra- uh, question correct. He and Dan will be tied. Otherwise, Dan wins this game. It's down to Dan and Anthony. Oh. Just to up the stakes. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, you will not be asking yourself this question. Sorry. You will be asking Kathy. Wait, wait, I call foul play. I, I fixed the spreadsheet. Uh Anthony, here's a question about Kathy. I know if you end up in prison, it will be for blank. <laughs> That's how we're going out on that question. <laughs> I mean, wow. unicorn, unicorning somebody with a unicorn horn probably is up on top. <laughs> I was list. just going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiraling somebody. But not um, a jury in the land would convict her. Oh, wow. See, this one's way more uplifting than how will you die. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to prison multiple times. You say that. Uh, yeah, wow. Kathy could be in jail over and over and over again. It's true, Tony. You're right. <laughs> That's the spirit. I mean, I know Kathy's a photographer, but I'm trying to. I'm struggling to think what would 
get her, how that would get her put in jail. <laughs> right. See, that's the laugh of somebody who's been in that position and, th- and goes, oh, no, I can think of many instances. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I'm not a photographer, so I don't know them. I am going to say, I think if Kathy was going to wind up in trouble with the law over anything, it would be over some kind of lack of accessibility or consideration for mobility impaired people because that is a subject obviously close to her heart and she'd wind up in prison for that well if she punches out somebody you know. <laughs> so you're saying she's gonna hit someone with a wheelchair because the ramp isn't there no. <laughs> possibly yeah because right because the ramp needs fixing yeah <laughs> all right kathy you can give him the win here or take it away by judicious yeah. answering i'm, I'm gonna have to money say door under the table I'm like, oh yeah yeah, I'm going to have to say no, and not just because it wouldn't give you the win, but I can think of so, like, in that situation, while yes, that is a huge part of my life and definitely believe strongly in it, I wouldn't go to jail because then that would lessen my ability to do things oh, um, I guess because true, I would yeah, be in yeah. jail. Ooh, I, I mean, trespassing. Just to, just to name a few. <laughs> yeah. This has all been a setup for you to confess your crimes at the end. <laughs> right? Would, would trespassing? Kathy, so Kathy, Kathy, as your internet a lawyer, alleged trespassing. Keep in mind you're being recorded. There's that guy I killed. There's that other guy I killed. There's the... Yeah. So is trespassing something you do, sorry, allegedly do a lot? I mean, <laughs> no. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Your Honor, I meeting the witness. Direct- <laughs> Speaking purely hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically, one would say no, of course not. That would be a terrible no, thing no, to no. do. No, no, no. She would never do uh, that with but a I camera. Could, or like slapping an idiot. Um, <laughs> How many times have you not slapped an idiot abroad? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many idiots to be slapped and gored. I don't think right? I'm going to send you to jail for that. All right, well, yeah. Kathy, I think I think your answer is is kind of a no. So I think we have to crown the winner. Dan, you apparently yeah. know people. You got and Dan, three. for winning, your prize is you get to ask Glenn a series of questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is question number one: How do I die, Glenn? <laughs> Uh, well, if you put your finger into this box, it'll tell you. But strangely enough, you died by putting your finger into that box. Oh, it's one of those paradoxes. In your house. Yeah. It falls over on you, box. and there you go. Glenn, there should be a, the winning prizes that you should give the uh, the winner a choice of questions that they get to ask you that you Ooh. must answer uh, honestly. All right, let's see here. I know you don't or do block people from your life. I know the strangest thing you've ever eaten was blank. I know you're allergic to blank. Which do you choose? Uh, I know the strangest thing that you've ever eaten, oh. and I'm just going to take... i got a great oh, answer right, for that. All right, all right, all right, I'm going to take a guess that it's some form of bug. No, that's a great answer, but sorry. The actual answer, I remember this moment very clearly. I went to a sushi restaurant with my friend Lucy, and she knew the sushi chef, and he sent over all these extra things. This is a Glenning story, of course. Not mentioning his name. Set over all these things to the table, and one of them was completely unidentifiable to me. I ate it. I believe it was like an octopus bladder. It was possibly one of the worst and strangest things I ate. I did get it down because it probably would have been impolite to not uh, I really, keep I that in my body. That story ended with it was un it was unidentified. I ate it. Turned out it was a napkin. It was napkin ring. It was a strange inflated <laughs> bladder like thing that I believe came from an octopus, possibly some other kind of cephalopod and i i remember that moment clearly is this is the strangest thing i've ever eaten and it never since then has it been exceeded thank you all for playing thank you kathy liz tony anthony and dan for being uh guests and victims on this inaugural outing of 
a uh, a game show that uh, based on the uh, game You Think You Know Me, created by Amy Bayo, which you can find online, youthinkyouknowme.cards. You can get your own copy and you can play it yourself. And now you see kind of how it's played and, uh, and there's a lot of ways to take it. Um, we did three rounds and you're playing in person. The idea is that the first person to discard seven cards, all of them wins. We went to three because we had such a good time talking about uh, death and Ferris wheels. There we go. Um, thank you all for being part of this and thank everybody for listening. <laughs>